Hallelujah. We thank God for another Sunday, for what he has done for us. We thank him for giving us the opportunity to share his word. We thank the leadership of the church to also granting me the opportunity this morning to share the word of God. Amen. I want us to sing this song. forsaken us and he will never forsake us. Because we've taken our position in him, we have the strong belief that even in times of difficulties, he will come in for us. Hallelujah. May the grace of God be with us this morning. May his blessings overflow in our life. May his favor lead us and guide us throughout the day in the name of Jesus. No matter our ages and conditions in life, there are a lot of untapped blessings we have in us. There are a lot of possibilities we have in us. There are God's greater deposits that we have in us, but only you and I can resurrect those possibilities. Only you and I can give birth to what we have in us. This morning, may God give us the grace to rebirth whatever is in us. May God give us the power to bring out every deposit he has given unto us. This morning, we are talking about take your position. Take your position. Take your position. Second Chronicles 14, 8 to 11. Second Chronicles 14, 8 to 11. All right. And Asa had an army of men that bear targets, targets and spears. Out of Judah, 300,000. And out of Benjamin, that bear shields and drew bows, 204,000. All these were mighty men of valor. And there came out against them Zerah, the Ethiopian, with an host of a thousand, thousand, and three hundred chariots. 
and came unto Marisha. Let's continue on. Then Asa went out against him, and they set the battle in Ari, in the valley of Zephatat, uh, at Masarash. And Asa cried unto the Lord his God, and said, Lord, it is nothing, it is nothing with thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we rest on thee, and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art our God, let not, let not man prevail against thee. Hallelujah. Let's read 2 Chronicles 20, verse 10. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 10. Let's move straight to... Okay, so... And now, behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade, when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast us out of the possession which thou hast given us to inherit. Our God, will thou not judge them, for we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are on thee. This morning our eyes are on the Lord. Hallelujah. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon... Jehazi, the son of Zachariah, the son of Benan, the son of Jia, the son of... So let's move to the, fourth, the 15, yeah. And he said, Hearken me, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, that said the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for this battle is not yours, but God's. This morning I'm here to tell you that the battle you are facing is not yours. The battle is the Lord. Worry not about whatever is facing you because God has empowered us. The Bible said God has given us the power to overcome and be in charge. So we need not to be afraid of the multitude coming towards us. And he said, how can ye... Can we go to the next verse? Sorry. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they... They come up by cliff of Zeus, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeru. 17. Ye shall not need to fight this battle. Set yourself, stand, stand ye still, and see the salvation of God. Other version says, take your position and stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord and see the salvation of the Lord. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. This morning, may the Lord be with us. In any aspect of our lives, may God give us protection. It gets to a time where we, we want to give up. It gets to a time where situation will, 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 will challenge us, where we have nowhere to turn to. But this morning, I'm giving you the assurance that if only you will position yourself in God, and you roll back to him, he will guide you and then he will give you salvation. Hallelujah. 
Our last reading and then we continue. Psalm 22 verse 5. Psalm 22 verse 5. To you they cried out and were saved. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Amen. God never promised a pain-free life. God never promised a troubleless life. As long as we live, there will be difficult moments. As long as we live, there will be challenges. But if only you will position yourself in him, when those challenges come, he knows that you have a position in him. You, he knows that you have a stand in him, so he will never leave you alone to fight a battle. You don't even have to. When you read other um, versions, the Bible says, you don't even, that means you shouldn't even worry. Just position yourself in him and see the deliverance of God. Hallelujah. Whatever is eating you up, whatever is facing you, know that God is with you. Hallelujah. Amen. So what do we mean by take your position? What do we mean by take your position? Take your position means do not run or hide when the battles come. Do not run or hide when the battles come. Take your position also means you are on the front line of the battle. You are on the front line of the battle. Another meaning of take your position is that lift up your eyes and be planted firmly. Lift up your eyes and be planted firmly. It also means that God is going to win the battle for you. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. God is going to win your battle for you. Another meaning for taking your position also means that face your enemy or your enemies with confidence. Face your enemies with confidence, knowing very well that the one who has begun a good work in you, he is faithful. So your confidence is in him. Your confidence is built in him that in case of anything, you are assured. In case of anything, you are secured. In case of anything, your protection will come down in the name of Jesus. I want us to pay much attention on 2 Chronicles the 20 and then 10 to 26. That is where we pay much attention. That's the story of King Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah. And then when you read about King Jehoshaphat, the Bible commentary says that he was a bold follower of God. King Jehoshaphat was a bold follower of God. And then the Bible commentary also says that he had won many battles. He had won many battles, military victories. And then another thing also says that his heart was towards the things of the Lord. So when you look at a man like King Jehoshaphat, who was a bold follower of God, his heart was towards the things of God. And then there came three nations to fight against Judah. The nation of Ammon, the nation of Moab, and the people from Mansia. They came together to destroy Judah to take their possessions. But King Jehoshaphat never depended, sorry, never depended on his military men. He never depended on his fighting men. When you read, the scripture says that he had a strong army. He had a fighting, fighting men of about 1,160,000 men. 
and then thousand commanders. So if nations like Mon, uh, Moab, Ammon, and then Mansia are coming against the people of Judah, he could have called his men. He could have just called his men. But look at this. He turned to God. He turned to God. Oh, I said he turned to God. Situations will come our way. But when they come, let's turn to God because we know that our assurance are in God. Things will begin to eat us up. Challenges will come. So for us, we are Christians and we are moving through this life. Difficult moments will come. But when they come, don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. Know that you have the support of the Almighty God. Amen. So the people came together to destroy Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah. The Bible said that when they came together, when you read a Bible commentary, it says that the three leaders of these three nations came together, had an agreement that let's go and fight the people of Judah and take their possession. But God set this kind of confusion among them. God confused them. May God confuse your enemies this morning. Even in the office, whoever is trying to sit on your promotion, may God confuse him in the name of Jesus. Wherever you have gotten to in life, and you think things are worrying you, things are bothering you, in the name of Jesus, I pray this morning, may you be healed in the name of Jesus. Wherever they have met, wherever they have gathered, any time they mention your name, let the fire from above consume them. Any time they meet to orchestrate, to put plans together, to destroy you, let the thunder from above strike them in the name of Jesus. So this confusion came. And then the people of Ammon and then Moab came together that, no, let's, let's, let's wait. Let's do this first. The people from Mansia, they are many. They are strong. Look at this confusion God brought to them. That they are strong. So why don't we come together, destroy them first, then later the two of us will go and then take the people of Judah, destroy them, and then take their possession. So that was the agreement. Okay. So they came. And the people of Moab and Ammon were like, okay, let's go. So within seconds, within the twinkle of an eye, they turned against them and destroyed the people from Mansia. The Bible says that they destroyed them completely. They destroyed them beyond recognition. And then look at this. God is, 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 is a faithful God. God is a faithful God. How can three nations with good leaders come together, and at the end, two of them will come against one? I didn't feel... <laughs> it didn't end there. After destroying the people from Mansia, as to how the confusion came again, is what, when we get there, I'll ask God. The leader of Ammon and the leader of Moab, I think one of them first thought that, Charlie, we've destroyed these people. We are going to destroy the people of Judah. Why don't we destroy the people of Moab? And then we'll go later to destroy the people of Judah, and then we take all their possessions. And it also came to the mind of the leader of Ammon that, ah, Charlie, why don't we destroy the people of Moab? And then later, we go and destroy the people of Judah to take their possessions. Look at this confusion. People who were coming with what go, now they are confused. May God confuse your enemies in the name of Jesus. So, it's ended up by 
killing themselves. Killing themselves. And the Bible said, nobody, no one among the Moab and the, the Moabites and then the Ammonites, no one was left. So as to how they killed themselves is what we have to ask God. I was thinking about the last person. Did he kill himself or what happened? No one was left. So the people of Judah came up going to fight. They realized that there are dead bodies. May you see your enemies in shame. May you see your enemies in destructions. It is your job. I know people who who are looking for jobs. After so many years now, you're not getting. May God give you a job this morning. May God open greater doors in the name of Jesus. It is family life. May God open doors for you in the name of Jesus. It is business if you are facing challenges. May God open doors for you in the name of Jesus. So, they came out to fight. And look at what happened. They came to meet dead bodies. They came to see, see, see strong armies on the floor. This is the handwork of God. This is the powerful tool of God. It happened when, I want to share this story, when my dad was transferred to then a village called Kasapin. I don't know if you've heard the name before. Kasapin. Yes. <laughs> Kasapin. It was then a village. And then, when you get to Kasapin, the, 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 in fact, there, is, there was no light then. But now there is light. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, it got to a time where my father had arranged a week full of praise and worship, fasting and prayers. The king called my, sorry, the chief in the village called my father. That, pastor, I have a letter for you. The king received two letters. When the king opened his letter, it was from a gang of, of, of robbers. Let me say that. They had written to them that we are going to a village after, two villages after Kasapin, called Kokumi. Those places, all the villages start with K, 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 K. Kokumi. So they, they, they stated that we are going to Kokumi to steal and then to kill some people. From there, we will come to Kasapin to attack you. That was the content of the letter. So the, the chief gave uh, the, the copy to my father. And they read it, and it was like, whoa, okay. And then they were unfortunate. They brought it at a time where we, are have, we were having uh, fasting and prayers, praise and worship time. It was Wednesday morning where he received the letter. In the evening, we went to church, and then he read the letter to the congregation. That this is what we have received. We have to pray. We have to pray. We have to pray. So he called everybody in front. Everybody was serious because you're going to say your last prayer or something like that. But look at this. We prayed. And after prayers, we sang songs of worship and praises. We danced. After praying, we sang songs of worship and praises. And then we danced. No preaching, no announcement. We closed and then we went home. Friday morning, we were in the house. And we saw the people f- coming from town with brass band. They were coming towards the mission house. 
They were coming towards the mission house. mission house with brass band. So when they got to the mission house, there were two elders in the brass band. They were dancing. They were happy. They were laughing. My father called them. Why? What has happened? Papa. The people who wrote the letter, when they were coming from Kokumi to Kasapen, after one village called Pamisara, there was a pit, eh, a hole beside the roadside, in fact, beside the road. Their car ran into the pit. Their car ran into the pit. Nobody touched them. So a man was going to his farm, and he saw there was a car in the pit. He went to check. There were five men with their balaclava. The balaclava is what they used to cover their face with guns and with cutlasses. Whoa. And then they stated in the letter that we are five. Look at this. They were even bold enough to state their numbers that we are coming, we are in five. And we are coming to kill you. May God destroy your enemies. May God set ambush for your enemies. May whatever they have planned against you never come to pass. May his gifts upon you be seen and then be known. May all his works on you be seen and then be known. May God bless the works of thy hands. May God protect you in the name of Jesus. Whatever that seems to be, in fact, to be no way, or wherever that seems to be close, may doors open for you in the name of Jesus. May God destroy your enemies. Hallelujah. So after that, that very Friday, we went to church. Again, no preaching. We danced. Because God has won for us. I'm here to tell you that you are fighting an already won battle. The battle you are facing, God has, in fact, given you the victory already. So you did not worry. You did not to cry. There was a lady in my office. In fact, in my office, I'm the youngest. <laughs> I'm the youngest. The least person in my office is 42 years. It's 42 years, mommy. <laughs> you could see, Philip can tell. <laughs> the least person in the office, I mean, yeah, the lowest age before my age is 42. So when, 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 when I was given the position as a head of department, people were like, ah, what time did this guy come? Oh, yeah, sorry, came. Oh, there will not accept, we will not agree. Hey, people were murmuring, they were talking. That, no, 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 we can't do this. But I heard it, someone came to tell me that, boss, this is the issue. I was like, really? Okay. So when I got home, my knees were on, the, were on the ground. We call it neology or kotodology. I prayed that God, I'm going to handle these people. Old men, old women. If I mention someone's age to you, you will never believe it. That, no, I can't. If you don't give me wisdom, I can't. If you don't give me your guidance, I can't. If you don't give me the, in fact, the, the, the strength, 
I can't. You see, when all these things come, if you don't take care, you, 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 you will go down and then they will, they, will, they will take advantage of that. That you are young, you are leading us, you are giving us instructions. No, we don't do that. You see, at times the devil comes to you to destroy some things. But don't forget that when the devil comes, he wants to take away your joy. And when he takes away your joy, he has taken away your strength. And when he takes away your strength, you become weak. And when you become weak, you become easier for him to defeat. But don't forget that in the book of Nehemiah, verse, uh, chapter 8, verse 10c, says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. May the joy of the Lord this morning be your strength. May your strength come from above. In the point in life where you become weak, may his strength come to you. So all these people I prayed, and then later they came to me. No one told them to come. They were like, boss, we were thinking about this. But now we've changed our mind. We say, ah, so you can't come to me and say this. It was because I prayed. It was because I went on my knees. It was because I talked to God. There are positions we have to take in God. One, position of prayer. Position of prayer. When the people were coming against the Hosaphat uh, and then the people of Judah, they prayed. He declared a fast. He called all the people and then they prayed. So position of prayer. Two, position of worship. Your worship is your weapon. This is how you win your worship. This is how you win your battle. Your worship is your weapon. So anytime you encounter difficulties, anytime you encounter challenges, you go down and then you worship God. Tell him of who he is. Remind him. He knows who he is. But at times you have to remind him. Are you not the one who saved us from the hands of the enemies? Are you not the one who healed the, um, the sick? Are you not the one who raised the, the dead? Remind him of who he is. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Anytime you are in challenges, go to God with worship. Another position you have to take in God is position of confidence. The position of confidence. The Bible said that go and face them. Go and face them. The position of confidence. When you have confidence in God, you are not moved. When you have confidence in God, nothing takes you by surprise. When you have confidence in God, you can do all things through him who, 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 who strengthens you. Hallelujah. Position of purity and position of holiness. These are some positions we have to take as Christians in our journey. Position of prayer, you can see that from verse 12 to 13. Position of worship, you can see that from verse 18 to 19. Position of confidence, the verse 16. Position of holiness, position of purity. Why do we have to take our positions in God as Christians? Someone will ask, why do we have to take our positions in God as Christians? Our position in God will give us spiritual guidance. Our position in God will guide us spiritually. There are some things we don't see. I was telling someone in the office that if God should open your eyes and see the things when you sleep, the enemies are doing, you would never sleep again. So when you have this spiritual guidance, you move. That's why the Holy Spirit will give you illumination and direction. In places where there is darkness, the Holy Spirit will give you illumination. May the Holy Spirit give us illumination this morning. In any darkness in our life, may there be light in the name of Jesus. 
not just illumination, he will direct your path. When there is light, you can easily move. When there is light, you can easily move. So if you position yourself, you get spiritual guidance. And again, you will become prosperous. You will prosper. When you read downwards, because of our time, I don't want us to go down. When you read downwards, after the 26 verse, it says that it took them three days. It took them days to take the possessions of their enemies. May God bless you with things you don't even expect. The people of Judah thought they were going to fight. If they, if, 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 if they win, fine. If they lose, fine. But they had this confidence in God that we are going to win. Because of the position Jehoshaphat has taken in God, because of the position Jehoshaphat has taken in God, they knew that they were going to win. May you win your battle this morning in the name of Jesus. Another importance of we taking our position in God is it gives us dominance or dominion. We take control over all things of the enemy. Hallelujah. When you read um, the 20 verse, let's go to verse 27. Then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem. The next verse. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. Let's go. The fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms. The fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. The fear of the Lord came upon all the surrounding kingdoms. That means God has given them dominion. The other nations are scared that no, then we can attack these people. Because look at what God has done for them. May God do something for you. Your enemies will never come closer to you. May God give you a victory. Your enemy will never step forth. Whatever they are planning, because of the victory God has given you, they will turn back. Whatever they are orchestrating, because of the victory they know God will give you, they will not even attempt. Because of the winning power, because of the winning grace, may you win your battle this morning. In any aspect of your life, may you win smoothly in the name of Jesus. Any destruction the devil has set, any plans the enemy has put together, by fire, by tender, may their plans be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want us to note some few things. When you take your position, there are some few things you have to note. You have to always inquire from the Lord. Inquire from the Lord. Ask him, Father, what should I do? Jehoshaphat spoke to God. Father, this is what we are facing. The vast army, they are coming to us. What should we do? And then the Spirit of God came upon that guy, Jehazi. And then he prophesied that you don't have to fight this battle. So anytime you inquire from the Lord, the God speaks. Anytime you inquire from the Lord, he gives you direction without even struggling. There are some things you can easily get without struggling because you position yourself in the Lord. May we get those things smoothly in the name of Jesus. May we get those things without struggle in the name of Jesus. 
Keep reminding him of who he is. Keep reminding God of whom, of who he is. He knows already. He knows himself. But keep reminding him of who he is. Tell of his attributes. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are the omniscient, the omnipotent God. That is who you are. Keep reminding him of who he is. Another thing you have to also note is that know that our strength cometh from God. Know that our strength cometh from God. When you position yourself in Christ, know that your strength is not from you. It's from God. Another thing you have to also note is that whenever we call unto him, he will answer. This is the assurance I want us to take this morning that whenever we call unto him, he will answer. See, if you are a military man and then you lose your position, you make those at your back become vulnerable. If you don't take your position well, you make those at your back become vulnerable. Are we here? So when you take your position in God, your family is secured. When you take your position in God, your generation is secured. When you take your position in God, your children will succeed. Because you have taken your position of prayer, because you have taken your position of worship, because you've taken your position of purity, your children will survive. Hallelujah. Another thing I want us to know is that do not be afraid, for God is with you. Do not be afraid, for God is with you. Do not be afraid, for the Lord is with you. He will never leave us. He has never forsaken us. And he will never forsake us. Because we are his children. There is no way a father will leave his children to go into a place where maybe he knows that, no, when you get to this point, you will die. There is no way a father who loves his children will leave his children to go astray. A father will always be with you. A father will always show you. A father will always protect you. A father will always give you guidance. May God give us guidance this morning. May God give us, it's showed in the name of Jesus. There should be a spiritual, a spiritual assist from around us. Anytime the devil throws any arrow, because of the spiritual assist that has been formed around us, may the arrows be redirected in the name of Jesus. May the arrows go back to the ascenders in the name of Jesus. Because we are shielded in Christ, may the arrows go back to whoever is sending it. In your office, may whoever is sitting on your promotion, may they be destroyed. In your family, whoever is wanting you to die, may that person, if you don't want that person, he will go first. Yes, he will go first. I'll share this story and then I'll come to the end of it. My father had a dream. And in the dream, there were four people Four men and then one woman. They had arrested my father. In the dream. <laughs> they killed him in the dream. I'm going to turn him to say Sorry to say what I'm going to turn Into pieces. But in the dream, he was standing there looking at them. That, ah, is it not this Asuma? Is it not this? Hey, these people, is that how they are? Oh, okay. So he was looking at them. So when they were cutting his, his, his body into pieces, he started praying in the dream. He prayed, he prayed, and then he ended the prayers with worship. When he started worshiping, 
Do you know what happened? The pot burst. And the pieces came together again. This is the faithful God we said. How can, how, can, how can these pieces, these pieces come together and then form his being again? May God destroy your enemies. May God set ambush against your enemies. May whatever he has said about you come to pass. May your generations be blessed. May you have confidence in God because you have positioned yourself in him. May your life never be the same. May he give you a testimony that people will see you that will be like, ah, is it not Kwame? Is it not above? Is it not uh, uh, Biggie? Is it not this guy? But they will see that this is the hand of God. May the hand of God be lifted in your life. May the hand of God give you testimony. May testimony overflow you. May you get to a place and then they will ask, is this not Quincy? Ah, who was Quincy last week? But look at Quincy now. See, when God wants to bless you, it doesn't take time. Within the twinkle of an eye, he will bless you. He will give you testimony. He will, he, will, he, will, he will give you things that the enemy will be jealous of you. But if they don't take care and then they want to attack you, they will be destroyed. Hallelujah. When, 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 when I joined my current company, I joined there as a chemist. And then, Bishop, you know, I joined there as a chemist. And then with time, there was this slot for promotion. But I was in the office. I was in the lab, mixing the drugs, doing lufat, doing paracetamol and all that. <laughs> and then my boss called me that ah, we went for a meeting. And then the CEO mentioned your name, that this position, we should give it to you. We said, me. I don't have any qualification for that position. May God give you a surprise this morning. May, may, may God give you a testimony that even you yourself, you'll be confused. That, ah, how did I get to this point? So I was like, ah, Bishop, me, I don't have that qualification for that position. But you see, there are times God, want you to, uh, God, God wants to surprise you and then you have to move according to his direction. So when he surprised me that way, I also surprised myself by doing qualifications surrounding that, pro, uh, surround, <laughs> that position. Hallelujah. God gives us advantages over so many things. And then the last thing I will say is that I was, I, was, I was moving out to the factory. I think it was time for us to close. We, in fact, we've closed and I was moving out to the factory. Bishop, I exit. I, yeah, so I stepped out of the entry or the entrance and then they, they called me that ah, the CEO wants to, call, uh, want to talk to you. I was like, ah, again? And then the, if, you know in the system when the CEO calls you, you see that you've done something wrong and then you have to be punished or queried or your, your, your appointment will be terminated or something like that. So I was like, really? Okay. So I, I, I went to his office. and was like, this and this and this. I want you to take care of that. Another, another, another promotion. I was like, God. But before this promotion came true, there was a dream. I had a dream and in the dream, I was moving with a strong man, a thick tall man. We got to a place we had to enter. They prevented me from entering. The big man was doing something. Thick tall man. I couldn't see his face. He was doing something. So they, 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 they prevented me from entering. So I was there. I was just at the entry. And then they came. 
So the man came and then he was like, oh, why are you still here? And I told them, well, the, the, the guards are saying they will not allow me to enter. They will not allow entry. I was like, really? So he told the guards that I'm with him. The moment he said I'm with him, then they opened the door. Then we entered. So I was like, ah. So I prayed to God that, Father, what is the meaning of this thing? I didn't hear anything. It was after I was given the second promotion, and God told me this was what I showed to you in the dream. That I'll give you places where you've never been. I'll give you positions where you never thought of. Bishop, God is a faithful God. He's a mighty God. We serve a living God. We serve a true God. May his peace always be with us. May he give us direction. As we've taken our position in him, may he never forsake us. He will never lose us. I'm giving you this assurance this morning that our God is a prayer answering God. Our God is a faithful God. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will shield us. He will protect us. He will give us guidance because we've positioned ourselves in prayer, because we've positioned ourselves in worship, because we've positioned ourselves in confidence. He will move with us. May God move with us this morning. May he guide ourselves this morning. May he surround us with a shield. May whatever the enemy has said against us never come to pass. May their plans be destroyed. May the orchestrations go back to them. Any negative mind against us shall never come to pass. Remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I wanted to say before me, the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We will never be defeated. We will never be destroyed. Any arrows I pray this morning will be redirected back to the senders in the name of Jesus. Oh, my Lord, Shandy, can do it, Yamama. Lord, Shanda. Lord, Shandy. Hey, Rade. On Senda. Hey, Rade. Oh, Sam, I am a 